Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Previously on Dungeons and Dragons. And then she says to him, she says, now! How I picture this scene kind of playing out is like Varanox climbs in and shuts the door behind him. And there's just, it rocks back and forth until there's just like a splat across all the windows. <laughs> Thea and Grancis are just watching from the outside. Yeah. Just being oh. like, I wouldn't want to be that thing. <laughs> no. Yeah, they, they should have built the doors a little bit bigger. Maybe it could have gotten out. God, do you think, oh, it's going to be everywhere. Yeah, no, it's gotten into everything. Like yeah. everybody's, everybody's going to have to have. That's going to need some they detailing. Probably don't, they probably don't have baths down here. That's, this is not good. Do you think there's like a squeegee or something? Can't even see out those windows anymore. We see everybody go up to the the helm, the cockpit of this machine and look around. Does anybody know how to start it? Uh, I search a nearby body of one of the uh, red caps. See if I can find a coin. And I, I look under, like, the visor, <laughs> like they always do in movies. Mm-hmm. And Thea hops out and grabs the immovable rod. <gasps> Call. Give it a shot. I flip Flint a coin. Coins flipped. Flint slides it in, and the engine roars to life as it screams out across the landscape. It begins to roll towards the watchtowers at the River Styx. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. I'm your dungeon master, Russ Moore. He, him, also with me today is Amy Moore. Yeah, she, her. And today I will be playing Thea Amastasia. She, her, and Guile Nighthunter Ogulakanu. She, they. And Tom Laird. Yeah, that's me. Uh, he, him, and I am playing Flint Firebeard, who also goes with he, him. And Carla Maxted. She, her, playing Lipsinky Pip Diggins. Also she, her. Kyle Classic. Hey, everyone. He, him, and I'm going to be playing Voronox. Also, he, him. And because everything he says turns to gold, it's Cicero Holmes. He, him, and I will be playing Dents, and uh, he, him for me, too. So happy to have Dents back. And Dents is here uh, because of, uh, primarily because of the live show. And just an off comment in a post-question that uh, was thrown to de- uh, thrown to Cicero, not thrown to Dance. It was thrown to Cicero <laughs> about Dance. Yeah. Uh, and now we have you here, uh, and we are so happy for it. Uh, thank you for being here, everybody. Uh, well, you know the universe. The universe calls. All I can do is answer. That's right. And we give the fans what they want because they were all very excited about that uh, about that lore that we're gonna create right now that we previously yes. thought about yep. uh, i have the high ground that's right uh, <laughs> um you can hear that live show that we just did when we hit 100 patrons uh that included both kyle and cicero and it was a blast at patreon.com slash dumb dragon cast when you become a patron you get that but you also get an episode dedicated to you like today's patron chris Harrison. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Chris. Chris. Thank Thanks, you Chris. so much. Thanks. 
You're so awesome. Uh, join us today at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. And now, fuck it, let's play! We hear the sounds of a, of a uh, like crunching machine rolling up and over the hills and sounds of, of screaming and torture off in the distance. A hot wind blows across uh, the front of this, uh, this infernal war machine that grinds to a halt at the edge of uh, what was a crudely shaped road of skulls. As our heroes step out, they look out and over a dock scene. There are people lined up and boats ferrying to and from. In the background is down at the boardwalk playing? Uh, yes. Because I think it should be. But like a weird, like, warped record? Mm-hmm. Like a spooky yeah, version. Otis Redding is yeah, there's he's he's there, but the sound is just coming out of his open mouth. Mm. Um, <laughs> Terrifying. As if he is the speaker. Yeah. Oh, gross. I love it. Because you're in hell. I, you know, I I never got around here that much. I actually this is pretty nice. Well, this reminds me. Are you? This time thing is so confusing, but are you in that apartment where you have that huge sculpture made out of all the skulls? Because it's quite reminiscent of this road, and it's it was very cool. It was like, you guys, it was like this sort of art installation, and it was huge, and you could flip that switch, remember, and kind of blood would pour out of their eyes. Uh-huh. And it was really just beautiful. Where did you get skulls? It's just all over the place. They're just... They're around when you work for Orcus. Now, did you hire, like, an interior designer for this? I mean, they are made of skulls, so interior designer is a very apt way to put it. Uh, okay. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> oh, this is a creepy conversation. But yes, I just had that feature finished. Just, just yeah, sorry. Did you put my skull in, 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 the, in the keystone spot like you said you were going to? Yes, did you choose skull of people you knew? Oh, of course. The entire... I forgot you were past Varnox, The too. entire keystone yeah. is just you. Wow. Well, that's that's a real honor. That's, I think you're giving pretty, them a little... That's pretty special. You know, so Don't much Don't let that time, go to your head. So much oh. time being tortured down in the abyss, yeah. and you get... Hold oh, your head high. You get that kind, of, that kind of treatment after you go? Oh, yeah. You can't get that at the Marriott? Yeah. Good benefits package. Good severance. Not a sponsor. <laughs> I mean, I would hope not if you can't even get that at the No, right? If someone isn't going to take my skull from my body and put it in some sort of art installment after I leave, then I don't even want to stay there. So I, I mean, I, it sounds like y'all are coming around to Orcus, and I, I just... <laughs> I mean... No, 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 no. Okay, no. All, right, no. all right. Don't... Yeah, we're just... Uh, we're making small talk. Anyway, um, I was under the impression there was... One ferryman across the river sticks. Is that just is that just like make believe? I thought that was common knowledge. That is also what I had heard, but it looks like I mean, look at there's so there's so many. How do we even pick one? This is a whole situation down here. You uh, you begin to move up and towards the dock and the, the line's going pretty quick and by the time you get up uh, to the front of the line. Uh, there is a, a tall, robed figure, very uh, gaunt and inset. Um, he's, he's checking his clipboard and uh, sees you walk up and looks down 
And down at the very end of the dock, there's this like ramshackle old sailboat uh, with tarps all across the top. Uh, and you see, uh, you see a figure, a shadowy figure, standing at the helm of that one. And he says, uh, "Names, please." Uh, and I, I just kind of oh. turn to Varnox and be like, hmm. "We did not properly plan this out. Do we give him our real names? Do they know our names anyway? Do we give fake names? What do we do here?" I didn't, I didn't think names mattered down here. So, n- no. And I just walked past him. Uh, excuse me, excuse me, sir. We require payment to be ferried. Oh, payment we can do. Yes, uh, names we can. We don't. We oh. lost them. Oh well, you've passed the test. There's no names on this list. I just stand here looking important. So you don't even need the money. Well, no, I do need the money. That's the one thing I do need. It just says take money if they give you your name. Uh, well, you own their soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you always got always got to read the fine print. It's kind of a trick. No. Yes, now, how much yes. of that actually goes to the ferryman? If I just paid them directly, wouldn't that cut you out and benefit them more? I'm more of a, a contractor. I uh, make sure ferryman. It's a, it's a busy time for ferrymen. We've had to bring on some some uh, uh, some new blood uh, to really just pick up the pace. There, you saw there was a big rush. There was a big rush. You, you just got in right at the end, and there's only one ferry left. It'll be eons before another one comes back. Like literal eons. I look to the rest of the group. So, so, so coin. You can pay him whatever you want. Uh, taps his skeletal finger in his hand. All right, I bust out and put a soul coin. It screams as you transfer it to his hand, and he 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 grasps it tight. And there's like this. He's, he kind of smells it, puts it in his pocket. As you were, head on down to the boat. That was so gross. I mean, did anyone else think he was going to smell the money? No, I hadn't no, even considered that, that as a possibility, but... Ooh. I kind of want to smell one now. Um, what does I it mean, smell like? I don't recommend it. I spend a weekend huffing souls, and I, I... It was a very, very bleak weekend. Noted. Uh, okay. You make your way down the, the, down the dock and to a catwalk leading up into this uh, sailboat. Uh, hello? Uh... Yeah, hello. Well, where where are you going? Uh, uh, you know, just just playing. Okay. Um, you can only go one place. You're funny. Sorry, could you could you describe Dents once again as uh, these characters see him? Yeah. So Dents is he's he's a uh, an Aracorca, uh, which is which is um, a great character name that I can never say. A great race. Um, it's always good to not be able to pronounce your race. Um, and he is, I don't know. So he's about uh, six five, six six. Um, I don't know what that is in meters because I'm an American. We no, do we high do five feet inches. inches. Two and a yep. bit. Two okay. and a bit. All yeah. right. All right. There we go. So we measure things in Canada. How tall are you? Uh, two and a bit. Two and a bit. Two and a bit. Uh, how are you now? Um, so, uh, yeah, and he's so you can't really see his feathers because he is kind of robed, but you do definitely see his face, which is, uh, you know, it's a it's he's he's dark feathered um, and he's he's his uh, his hair is kind of like. 
uh, or hair. So at the top of his head, they're kind of like in braids, straight, straight back um, on his scalp. And 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 then, like, I guess, tied back into a ponytail as he lifts his his hood off uh, to, to reveal himself. So they're almost almost kind of nodded, nodded back there. Um, but he yeah, he is tall. Uh, there's not much that you can make out in terms of facial features because of, of his race, but, uh, you know, he's dense. <laughs> yeah, well, well, this, uh, it's quite a bit of you. Is, is that a problem? Well, mm-hmm. usually it's just one or two, but, uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe it'll cost you extra. Maybe? There's, uh, yeah. There's there's no water or candy in the back. Uh, sorry about that. Um, and, uh... This is the worst Uber I've ever taken. And, uh, yeah, the, the only thing I've got here is, um... It's my mixtape. Uh, look, there's... Some is blue and some is red. But I mixed them up. And then, um... So, like, sometimes you can make purple ones. Here, check this out. It's my mixtape. Very nice. <laughs> wow, yeah. that's very, very cool. Um, we did pay the man back there, but we we asked him. We assume we also uh, offer you some sort of gratuity, or I mean, because he's getting the the majority of that, isn't he? Well, yeah, he gets all of that. Um, that's oh, just oh, yeah. All that's of that. that's the entrance fee. Okay. But then. But then um, you know, uh, we suggest that you, uh, you donations are appreciated, and we we have suggestions on on how much you pay someone. But uh, you know, it's up to you. Uh, Is it like a sliding scale sort of thing? Give what you can. It's a gig economy. I have heard that. Y- yeah, I mean. We okay. we both used to be evil, but we're not assholes. Obviously, we're gonna give you a good gratuity right. because we're not monsters. Okay. We're just reformed Whoa. killers. I mean, it has it has been a while. So, uh, what do you think the proper gratuity for a trip to say Thanatos would be? Oh, oh, so there is a different place you wanted to go. Oh well, um, the well. Hmm. I would say uh, a soul coin definitely get you there. I think we still have some of those. Will it get us there safely? Oh well, then that would that would be two or three soul coins. How many soul coins do we have? How many soul coins do they I have? Think you, I How think many, you. Like we were telling you. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> right? Cicero, take your Just headphones show off. Me, <laughs> right. Show me the number. Earmuffs, earmuffs. Put your, put your hands down here and give me a one, two, three, four. I think, I oh, think, I you, see, it's I seven. think you took... You, no, yeah, I was going to say show oh. Amy secretly, but that's oh. okay. Player knowledge, character no. knowledge. Now Dance that's right. right. Dance doesn't know, only Cicero. That's right. right. Dance, Dance knows nothing. But we've used some. We since did. That we had seven. to use one in order to power yeah. the thing. Right. And then we just paid one, so. And then uh, some others. Yeah. Maybe. Because, you sniffed them? What'd you do with them? <laughs> oh, no. You have a problem. <laughs> They're all used up. No. They all got huffed. <laughs> so we have a few. Let's just 
Let's just assume we have Perhaps a few, we uh, give one now and one when we safely arrive. I like that option. Okay, well, sure. All right, well, uh, we can go then if if you if you want to go. Yeah, I think time is of the essence. We should probably oh, go now. Oh, all right. Well, then let's uh, get started. Dense shoves off and he starts to row. So do you, you guys come around here, um, you know, often? Uh, first time for me. Yeah, first time over here. Um, how, do you, how does one become a ferryman? Well, uh, I think, like I said, oh, I'm sorry, but Dense is my name. Uh, I am your ferryman tonight. And uh, if you look off to your right, you'll see nothing. And uh, if you look off to your left, you'll see uh, more nothing. Um, Ooh, and that nothing's fun. Yes, uh, the, you may um, enjoy some of the screams of the damned. And uh, how did I? How did I get started? Um, well, uh, as 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 I said, uh, it's a gig economy, and uh, you know the the one thing that I know. I don't know a lot about a lot of things. The one thing I know is that uh, in order to eat, you need to be fed. And in order to be fed, you need to get food. And in order to get food, you got to pay for it. In order to pay for it, you got to get money. We cut ahead <laughs> several several hours, and you're winding down this. The 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 river moves very slowly, and uh, it just it, where where it's like flashing in and out of different parts of Dense's uh, life uh, as we get here. Um, until Dense, you notice up ahead. Uh, there's a ridge that is kind of rolls up and into further back into uh, the land of Avernus. And you hear uh, over the the low splashing waves and the uh, screams of the damned. That one's falling. And 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 in order to get uh, food, uh, you've got to get more money to work with things. And oh, wait a minute! There's a sound of an infernal war machine, like just beyond oh. where you can see. Grinding up and towards your location. That how? Oh, wait a minute. Uh, Is there a problem? Um, you stopped your extra you, long story about the gig did you, economy. Did you? Did you hear? Did you hear that? You all look and turn to a ridge uh, further down the river, and there is. Um, a, a two-wheeled war machine with like this red-haired figure. It's Smiler, who's come back up and a bigger war machine coming in behind. Dense, you notice immediately that it's got the brand of Mad Maggie on this larger war machine. And Smiler, he's, he's, you can't hear what he's saying. He's too far down, but he's pointing at you um, and they're positioning this larger war machine. It has like these giant spear guns on the back. And it looks like they're prepping them to fire them at you. Oh, this bitch. 
I can't believe this guy. First, we see him pee like a hundred times. And then he ditches us as soon as shit starts to get kind of real. And then now he's, what, ambushing us? This is... He wants soul coins back? What does he want? I want to fuck him up. This is... Hey, this is one of those guys that we can... Yeah. Right? He, he's oh, yeah. a bad guy. Yeah, I can totally no, absolutely. He seems kind of bad. He was like, I mean, we used him a little bit there at the beginning to get what we needed, but it was mutually beneficial, and now he's being an asshole and turning his back? I don't think so. Wait, uh, you guys have problems with Mad Maggie? Oh, no. no. We've got problems with We, oh, we don't even know Mad no. Maggie. That yeah, I mean, red this is the first I've heard of Mad Maggie. There. We know Whoa. him. Who's those are those are Mad Maggie's vehicles over there. And and is she somebody who's uh, like a welcome wagon or somebody very friendly who's probably Are y'all on good terms? Well, yeah, I'm on I'm on good terms with Mad Maggie. I don't want to be on bad terms with her. We were That's... not on bad terms with Mad Maggie. Well, it looks or like Or Smiler be... for that matter. Oh, is that the who's that is? That Smiler? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. He turns and begins peeing into the wind. Just laughing. <laughs> he's not even holding it, is he? No, he's, he's just, just waving, waving it. it. God damn it. Uh, you see... Uh, <laughs> Fucking chaos demon, Jesus! You see what looks like two people, and they are, they are conjoined at the hip. Uh, they are hopping up on top of this larger war machine, and you hear like this large crank that they're pulling. That does not sound good. No, doesn't. no, uh, I think they want me to go over there. Maybe we can um, row faster, and yeah, do you have more not... oars? We could all maybe just like really kind of get mm-hmm. it going, and just. I'm very strong. I can I can do this so fast. They're very strong. If you look to your sides, you get an oar, and you get an oar, and you get an oar. Everyone gets an oar. Are you going to give up easily, or are we going to have to pull you in? Uh, Russ, quick question. Is Smiler within 60 feet of me? How long do rivers go? Um, <laughs> I mean, width-wise? Um, Title of episode? How long do rivers go? <laughs> How long does river go? Uh, we'll say you're approaching that distance. How far is the range on the... The harpoon. The harpoon is 120 feet, so they would position themselves pretty far down the river. So we'll say you're probably at like 80 to 100 feet from them, but closing. Okay. Okay. Once we get within 60 feet, once Smiler's within 60 feet of us, I'm going to cast uh, Darkness on his machine. Cicero, how fast do we think your boat moves per round? Just guesstimating. Guessing, I would say per round, I would probably say... 40 feet. Okay. Because that, that sounds like slow a slow moving river. I mean, right, if we're slow, all paddling, yeah, yeah, 40 feet sounds pretty yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. That would that would probably pick up the pace to make it that 40 feet. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh love it. Okay. Uh they're gonna fire uh their their harpoon flinger at you. Harpoon flinger. Harpoon flinger. Aiming for the boat, which is an 18 to hit. Um, what's our boat's boat? Uh, well, boat AC, I think, sits around between a 10 to a 12, being that it's just a sailboat. But it's covered in tarps. Right, you did mention the tarps. So I will make it the 12. I will make it the 12. 12 for tarps. Yeah, you will. <laughs> Plus two for tarps. 
Uh, <laughs> so you hear this like, and this harpoon soars through the air towards you. I'll give anybody a reaction who could do something to deflect it. I'll throw my dwarven hammer at it. Uh, yeah, I'll step forward with his shield. Oh. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> uh, so we got uh, we got shield in case the dwarven hammer misses. So give me an attack roll with your dwarven hammer. Do it, please. All right, coming it's gonna up. Be such a cool moment. Uh, that is with a plus fourteen. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ, thirty-two. Ah! <laughs> you know what? It was a thirty-three. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> you said eighteen. Ah, uh, god damn it. Yes, uh, yes, it does hit. Um, Varnox steps forward with a shield to take a massive, <laughs> massive harpoon. But Flint, you step forward and whip your dwarven thrower, and it zips through the air, ringing out and careens into this harpoon, deflecting it off and into the water below. And you see hands coming up and like grabbing at it and pulling it down. And then you hear like, a, oh, because it was just a harpoon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your dwarven oh, thrower. And all the souls are sad. So disappointed. Uh, as I catch the dwarven thrower, I uh, flip the bird over at uh, the guy on the on the shore. Oh, that's how it is. Hey, Badruck Bill, let's load this baby up. They're gonna take a minute. Uh, Thea yells up. Excuse me, why are you doing this? Uh, because there's a warrant out for your head. And Mad Maggie, you took out a couple of her her vehicles there. And oh. a bunch of her people. Yeah, you and did. No. Yeah, you mean the ones you told no. us to target? The ones that you got us to target? Uh, Badrick, Bill, don't worry what they're saying. They were the ones in control. They were the ones in charge. Yeah, no. we're new here. We're definitely in charge. No. You gonna listen to this guy? He pees without holding his willy. Well, we pee without holding our willies, too. Uh, we're Siamese, so sometimes we hold each other's willies just to be supportive. It's how it goes. Well, well I mean, you do you, but, like, can we maybe talk about this? No. <laughs> well, asked and answered, right. I guess. No. Asked and answered, I mean. Uh, Flint, we'll say you went popcorn initiative. Uh, let's make it Let's make it, it, it cinematic. Uh, all right, as I, I catch the, the dwarven thrower and flip him the bird, I point over at Lip Sinky, double finger style. I'm like, what you got? Oh, I got something, all right. Could I? So how far away are they now? 120, we'll get them. As we keep going. Yeah, 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 yeah. Could I cast... I haven't gone a full round, so we're still that eight. Okay, perfect. I'm going to ca- try and cast Crown of Madness on them. So they need to succeed, or one of them? I'm not sure. You determine that. Has to succeed on a wisdom saving throw, or they become charmed by me. I, I It's what it says. Russ determines that. It's written in the <laughs> Well, I don't know. In it's the a, guide. Yeah. They are two, you know, two. Well, if they have two brains and she can only target one. They're, they're two people. It's. Oh, you're it. going for Badrick and Bill. Yes. Yes. Yep. Uh, got Smiler's it. just peeing in an uncomfortable way. I mean, I don't like him, <laughs> but he's not actively no. like firing. Yeah, at he's not us. actively. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, they are. They are both have two separate entities. So you would have to target one. Okay. I'll pick one. The one on my left. That's going to be Badrick. Great. Badrick needs to make a wisdom saving throw. A 19 on the die. He's not very smart. I'm going to give him a zero. It's a 19. Well, so nothing happens, I think. That's Oh, that's unfortunate. Let me me double check. I hate that. No, it's no fun. All this cool stuff was going to happen. He was going to have to, like, (laughs) throw himself off a cliff. 
miss. Really, oh, that would have been fun for Russ to, oh, really to play out that. with one half of them being like, no, guys, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> like, no, we have to go over this cliff. What did he have to beat? A 17. Oh, like it's very high, close. but very close. A 19. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Libsynke just, uh, I think then, because I read my character sheet a little bit. Great tip, guys. Read your character sheets. I guess I can sort of like meld into darkness and become invisible. So I'm going to just do that. Okay. It's not going to matter if they sink our boat, but it makes me feel better. Thea, can you, can you like blast him with something or? I would love to. Uh, and she leans over to Flint and she's like, hey, uh, remember Silvery Cove when, um, when we were like, Remember, okay, remember all those dark elves? I mean, it's not really ringing a bell, but... Uh... Okay, never mind. <laughs> and she is going to... Um, um, do some impromptu <laughs> gas scat. Some, some scatting. Some scat? I, I cast uh, fourth level scat. Shibbity bop bop. can't stop. <laughs> Uh, okay, I'm going to call lightning okay. down upon the whole shebang. It is in a 60-foot radius around them on top of that fucking ridge. Yeah, that's a 14 and a 4. 14 for the for Smiler. Okay, well, neither of those work, so. So give me some damage. Yeah, I'm going to do it. So I'm only casting it at third level. Okay. Yeah, fuck him up, Thea. Yeah. Yeah. I've been able to <laughs> fuck anybody up in such a long time. I don't even know what dice I'm using. I don't want yours. Don't. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> sorry, that came up like really. That was aggressive. I'm so, I'm so <laughs> well, sorry. I mean, when you're in hell I'm, calling lightning, it's good to be aggressive. Yeah, I, just, aggressive. I, got all, I got all excited. Okay, 40, 10. Here we go. Oh, shit. That one didn't go anywhere. Okay. Uh... 16, 21, 22 lightning damage. This dusty, murky cloud forms above, and it's it, you can see the static shooting between the, the cloud formations as they're coming in, and they shoot down and through these two, and they light up like, like cartoons, and you see their skeleton, and then when it... When it clears, like there's smoke coming out of their ears, and they look to each other, and they say, that really hurt. You want to talk about it? No, we want to sink you. Can we paddle harder? I imagine since we each, I in my mind, we each have one paddle, so like... I wouldn't say our, maybe we're not quite in sync yet, so it's a little... But mm. one person takes a turn, you drift to the left. Well, the other and Nighthunter is so strong. Like, I'm a no. no. Yeah, no, you're She's going in She's a Goliath, circles. so if we're no, on... we're not. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. We got this. Can I do anything else? Uh, no. I, I will, however, ready my uh, second action, that if someone were to... Like hop on, like like board the ship. Okay. Um, that I would uh, stab them with my daggers. Okay, great. Varnox, this is your house. Why don't you clean up a little bit? Very well. Um, I'm gonna look at Smiler and I'm gonna bust out the good old classic Eldritch Blast. Yep, classic for a reason. He's busy like trying to fix his hair as as you're casting your spell. Seventeen. 
I believe so. Yes. Rolling damages. 29. Bl blasts go out, and, and as he's, like, fixing his hair and readjusting his crown on his head, he, get, he gets hit by these and blown back to the dirt, and he, like, this poof uh, of... Um, what you know is not dirt, it's bone dust, uh, and, and, and <laughs> gross. Uh, it's, like, splatters up behind him, and you just hear, Ah! Fire! There's another, <coughs> as one of these harpoons looses again. Uh, that's a 19 to hit. I'll definitely step forward and take it. You're gonna jump in front of the harpoon. Yeah, I got an AC of 22. Alright. Uh, all right. Yeah, yeah. You jump in front of it uh, with your shield, um, and this long harpoon glints off of it. Pa ping! Magical. More disappoint disappointed moans come from. Oh, <laughs> oh. Hear those disappointed moans, and then uh, dense your first to kind of sense like just rock in the boat as you feel. Uh, or as you see, rather, ghostly hands climbing up the side of the boat, beginning to try and pull and grab at anything they can from the edges. What Dense does is you you look at Dense and you see him as he's still paddling furiously. You can see there's something going on with him, him. And he closes his eyes, and when his eyes reopen, instead of the brown eyes, the brownish green eyes that you had seen before, his eyes just become a sea of blue. He casts Wall of Water up in front of all of the uh, all of the 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 spears and and Smiler uh, to protect. So part of the river rises up 30 feet in the air as we're still paddling going forward. Um, so he senses that those those hands are coming up and trying to grab onto the boat, but he is equally concerned with the people that are in front of him and he is now concentrating using uh, this wall of water to protect uh, to create a a literal wall of water, kind of Ten Commandments style, uh, as as the boat is going forward. Very cool. All right, All right so you got a disadvantage on the, on the ranged. Um, it, it, we picture a bend in the river, and Smiler and Badrick and Bill, uh, the Siamese twins, Barbarian and Cleric. Thank you, Cal Waterflame, for the description of these characters. Um, uh, they're... Uh, on, up on a hill and this bends around so I'm gonna picture like you, your wall of water isn't obscuring your way around but um, right. but is blocking at least some that line is, of yes. sight from from the, the war machine is it possible that some of the creatures whose hands were reaching toward the boat have been lifted up into this wall of water and now they're like, oh, yeah. is it just so, filled with bodies? Yeah, I like that. So yeah, it's definitely filled with souls and, and, and bodies drifting down the river. Um, so yeah, as it pulls up, like the hands uh, pull away from the boat um, as a, you know, a kind of a vacuum effect, pulling some of this away and up into the wall. So in the wall, you see all these ghostly and gaunt images of skeletal and, and ghost-like figures like 
trying to swim through it and up through it and, and trying to get back out towards you that they now see and are staring down towards you. This is mildly terrifying. That's a good break for commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the middle. It's me, your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore. Thank you for being here with us. Welcome to the new year. It's our first episode, and we're so excited to be releasing new episodes again. It feels like it's been a bit, a little rusty getting back into it, but it's here now. And we got Cicero, and we got Kyle, and a little, I guess, rundown of how this next little bit is going to work. The last time we saw Mooklim and Sully and Agath, they hit a point. I'm not going to spoil anything. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, maybe you're just listening to this timeline. Uh, but they hit a point where it makes sense to put a little pause on that story. So we've got a little catching up to do with this story. We will be streamlining just to this story for the next several episodes until there comes a point at which uh, we remerge again. That's what's going to happen. Also wanted to let you know that we're refreshing our Patreon tiers and opening up different ways to support the show. That's happening. Uh, that review and refresh is happening throughout January, launching again in February. Uh, patrons know, but you now know uh, there's no game time in January, which is the, the tier in Patreon where we get to play a game with four of our patrons. That's not happening in January because we're doing this as refresh and re-image, uh, and then everything's going to launch back in February. And we're very excited for some of the things that are coming. Uh, one of the main things is we're going to move away from the goals aspect of, uh, uh, of Patreon. We feel like it's just dangling things that we really just want to do. Uh, so I guess a little sneak peek. Game time's coming back. Uh, we're going to be doing some regular streamed live shows, which are going to be included for patrons, but also we're going to be selling tickets for those, still figuring out the details, uh, but we'll be doing that, and that will be quarterly. I think the first live show that we have planned in our brains, but not released yet, is going to be end of March, so keep an eye out for details there. If you want all the details, here's the call to action for today, because really this is just a whole lot of what's coming up. Go sign up for our newsletter, dumbdragons.com. If it's the first time to our website, there should be a little pop-up that says, hey, sign up for our newsletter. And if not, go to our contact page. There is a form to fill out where you can sign up for our newsletter. And then you get info on all the things as it happens. Uh, we try and stick to monthly. When super fun things come up, we release an extra one. Like the Christmas Carol episode that we did, we released an extra one telling you where you can go to get it and all the cool merch that you can get. Anyways, that's all from me. A whole lot of things to say that there's more coming. Welcome back. Thank you so much for being here. We hope you had a wonderful holiday season and a happy new year. And like, I want to say so much about what we have recorded because we have so much recorded, but I can't. I just can't. Okay? Stop asking. Let's get you back to the episode before I spill something. Okay. Have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Let's say you've gone ahead another 40 feet. You hear like the, the grinding of this, of this war machine. Uh, Smiler is, who's been just- An asshole. Who has been an asshole uh, more than anything, um, is going to cast Otto's Irresistible Dance, because that's more fun. Uh, Otto's Irresistible Dance on Varanox. He's going to try on Varanox. Wisdom save 
Wisdom Please. save. You've got it. <laughs> that is a 29. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you see up on the hill, he, he's beginning to dance, and like there's these colors coming out of his hands, greens and, and grays and blues, um, and this, this force like waves out up. It follows up and over the wall and hits you square in the chest, Varanox, and you feel in your head like this, this mm-hmm. music playing, um, but manage to, uh, through whatever means you, you fight it off, manage to fight it off. I would assume it's even more fiery dance moves in comparison. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Yeah, you like breakdance repellents? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he got served. <laughs> Drive in and just hit him with a wave. Oh, okay. Oh, uh. Yeah, you, you, you steer there, uh, Bill. Uh, Badrick and Bill go hop in, and you hear the scream of the soul coin as they put it into this war machine, and it fires up and begins careening down towards the water. Here, let's go to Night Hunter. You look over, and Grancis is like, I forgot to study for the test, everybody. I'm just reading my book. Uh, that is okay, old man. I'll be, I'll be ready by the time we get to Orcus. Um, <laughs> out of one of her... Don't know the name of it thing on her back that is like a quiver but carries her javelins. Her jiver. Yes. Mm, that's <laughs> the one. That's uh, from that, yes and, uh, from her jiver, she takes uh, a javelin out uh, and aims at who can she see? Like, are these people still on top? Is Smiler on top? Like, uh, Smiler's up on top. Okay. Uh, his war machine, his two, two-wheeled war machine is up right. on top. The bigger... Uh, uh, war Machine is careening down this hill, so you, you kind of lose line of sight of it behind the wall of water. Right. But you could still see Smiler from. And I'm go. going for Smiler. And I'm going to throw my javelin at him. That was a wild ride. Uh, for 23. 24. Both of them. <laughs> okay. For nine. Uh, and then she's going to take out like a, a second javelin. She came prepared. Uh, for a 29. Yep. And mm, 12 damage. Both of these javelins fly through the air as he's cheering on the war machine as it's going down towards. And, like, they sink in. Where where are you going to hit them? I want, like, shoulder, shoulder. Or, like, pectoral, pectoral. Okay, like, right? Yeah. 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 Um, they hit, like, the first one into the shoulder and sticks back down. And then the second one, as he looks up and sees it, hits him in the second one. And he falls backwards, but he's propped up. So he's leaning back and stuck. Ooh, yeah. He's in a stuck position with these javelins skewered through him. Let's out a scream, and with that scream, like this, this lush green rainforest kind of churns around him and is now enveloping the area he was in. I think I broke him. The war machine uh, comes down and crashes into the water, and you see Badrick and Bill just in the nick of time jump off, but then fall into the water behind the war machine. And you see them uh, tr- tra- through the wall of water being grabbed at, and they're like, oh, oh, oh no, a smiler, or a smiler. Oh, he left us. Oh, Meg is going to be so upset. But with that, a big wave comes towards you. Uh, make a dance, make a a, a piloting check, um, probably a dexterity or um, or intelligence, whichever you prefer. <laughs> Knowledge of boats or ability to react to to what's coming. All right, I got. A- or something else if you can justify. Dirty twenty. Love it. 
Uh, so describe the scene that you you narrow you you avoid capsizing. Great. Right. But yeah, describe the scene as you avoid this wa- this wave that's like breaking through your wall of water uh, and coming towards your your boat. So there was this movie that was based on a true story in in uh, off the shore of Massachusetts, and I think uh, Marky Mark was in it or something <laughs> like that. And so like there's this just this wave, this giant wave of water, and like. So the boat is coming up and you see like the hands are coming and somehow the boat still is still gaining momentum as it's going up this giant wall of of water. And then like as we we get to the top, like the the top of the boat is out of the water uh, and from the sides you can see Smiler on the ridge and and look down and see the wall of water as the boat finally comes down on top of the on top of the the wave. There's a huge splash as the boat hits down. Um, and and almost if propelled by a motor. Like all of you like hit your stride at the exact right moment and all uh, your oars uh, begin paddling into this turn that you have created here. Uh, are begin motoring down this this very still water that lays before you. You hear uh, murmured cries of pain and and despair as Bill and Badrick are, are sucked into the river Styx, and Smiler is trying to get himself off of the skewers. Um, and you see ahead of you, uh, Dense would know it as uh, a portal to the Plane of Infinite Portals, or Pazunia, which is your way out of Avernus and the only way to get towards where your your new uh, fare needs to go uh, down into the abyss. Pazunia. <laughs> and we, we, we keep paddling and... and uh, so Dense is on the till, right? Uh, on the tiller. Yeah. Um, sh- shout out to John McCain. <laughs> um, so that's the only reason. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so we're, uh, he is, he is paddling with one hand, concentrating, um, he's grabbing the tiller with the other hand and concentrating on the, on the water, and the wall of water, uh, with with the the rest of his brain as well as his eyes, is looking towards this portal, and he goes, Pazunia, and 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 points Pazunia, and uh, God bless you. Starts directing the boat directly towards the portals. It's is that is that is this part of this the portal? Um. Well, sure. Well. I mean, my job is to get you from point A through Avernus. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. I, I, I believe. You hear uh, rumbling sounds of more infernal war machines coming from behind you. And uh, dense, you look behind you and you see, uh, like 
almost the entire fleet of Mad Maggie's Infernal War machines, and you see Mad Maggie sitting on top of one of them, and she's looking down at Smiler and, like, off in the distance towards you as you disappear through this portal, and you hear just a shrill scream of hatred echoing out as you are sucked into this uh, new area. Oh. Um. I think she was happy. I. Th- I think. I think so too. I think she was happy. Yeah. Sounded like the shriek that, of a happy person. Yes. Yes. Uh, before you, you see the land uh, or the first layer, abyssal layer of Pazunia. Pazuntite. Uh, it is a. <laughs> <laughs> too slow. Too slow. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's what we call a callback. Yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, I wasn't here. For someone who didn't hear the first Damn one. It. Uh, exactly. Everybody's on the same page, though. Uh, Good, yeah. You see the vast land of Pazunio stretch out before you as uh, you're moving down this now slow-grade waterfall. Uh, the land is covered with rocky, windswept barrens. Um, dotted with huge pits of like black ichor, canyons that are carved wide through this land. And it's lit by this huge dark red sun. And there's an iron fortresses that dot the entire landscape. There are these winged creatures you hear calling up above, like screams, and they begin circling the, the boat as you enter. Um, and are following you as you move down across this. The river ahead of you splits off into several different tributaries, all of which you see have different portals at the end of them. Oh, you, well, clearly you guys um, know how to make um, opposite friends. And uh, I can see why, because you guys want to still go to Thanatos? Are you sure you want to do that? I mean, I'm I'm still... I'm still game for this. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's where we, we, are. we, we have, have to be. We have to, to save the world or whatever. Oh, yeah, that's why we're doing this. I, I kind of forgot. Uh, it looks like the Night Hunter fell asleep, so I'll speak for them. They're on board. Uh, they're, they're in it to win it. A game 110%, ready to just kick Orcus' butt. So dense, yeah, uh, yeah. That's that's where we're needing to go. While we're heading that way, can I cast Major Image so that we just look like we're just, just? Uh, are we still on the river? Is still going through, or, yeah, that we just look like river. Oh, okay, okay. So do they? the creatures can't see us. I mean, if they try and touch us, they will learn that we are not just river, we are boat. Um, but otherwise, um, yeah, like I can't damage anything or anything, but I right. can cast a, a pretty powerful illusion, including sound, smells, temperature appropriate to the thing you depict. Wow, all right. You cast that in boat basically disappears for these creatures above and you see them um you do this as they begin like swooping down um and they land on like the riverbank and they're watching where you were and are, are surrounding um and the you you you're moving down at a at a slower pace still moving as quickly as you can but you can only move so fast 
and they begin like crashing into the water themselves, trying to figure out where you are. And they do this A5. <laughs> yeah. Miss. <laughs> on, on both sides of you, trying to figure out a location. Just as you're rounding a, a final bend to get towards this open portal, one of them, you look up and you see it's coming right for you. We have anybody a one a one moment reaction before it crashes into you. How how heavy are these birds? As they get nearer towards you and you like see them, they're they're humanoid size. Uh, so they're like five to seven feet tall, big long wingspans. Okay. So they're pretty pretty large. Oh, okay. So put them. I don't know, two to three hundred pounds. All right. Well then, uh, Dense would like to cast. Cloud of daggers. So uh, I put a cloud of spinning daggers just just above the boat okay. that that are spinning around, and any creature when it enters the spell area has to take uh, 4d4 slashing damage. All right, uh, we're gonna we're gonna say that it definitely does hit. It's because it's it's like beelining for your location. It doesn't necessarily know you're there, but um, it goes and it hits those daggers, and you see, like, for what this creature, this hideous, vein-popping, grotesque, like, flesh-sloughing-off-of-its-face creature um, is, it looks like an immediate sense of panic and lets out a call and continues down forwards and hits into the boat, dispersing the daggers behind it, which ripples out your effect and they all begin swarming and bombing your location as you're getting close to. Dungeons and Dragons, Season 2, Episode 141, starring Amy Moore as Thea and Night Hunter, Carla Maxted as Lipsinki, Tom Laird as Flint, with Kyle Classett as Varanox, Cicero Holmes as Dents, and Russ Moore as your Dungeon Master. Dialogue editing by Carla Maxted, and sound design by Russ Moore. This episode featured music from Epidemic Sound and Artlist, and sound effects from Epidemic Sound, Boom Library, and Sound Ideas. And a huge thank you to our supporting producers, Jessica Babiak, Kat Waterflame, Jacob Madden, Christian Brown, Craig Zeiss, Perry Mady, Kayla Littlejohn, L.A. Branton, Nathaniel Teeter, Old School Gamer D, Ongeron Kirzen, and Destiny Garcia. Join us today at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast and receive hundreds, literal hundreds of hours of bonus content, hangouts with the cast, and a whole lot more. You have a great week. We'll talk to you soon. Uh, Dents previously doesn't know any of these characters. This is a separate character group than you were you played with the last time, Cicero, uh, which probably would have been great knowledge to have Before going into second. the game. But we, that's why <laughs> we're legit going to ask we, when we yeah. encountered. It's like, who yeah. the fuck are these? Uh, that's, yeah, so uh, no prior knowledge, which is great for improv, uh, to have to have introductions every time, but that's fine. Uh, so your call on when or how you acknowledge them, I'm gonna just sit back. Uh, well, uh, do I have do I have more oars? You have whatever you want, Cicero. Oh yeah, I, <laughs> it's your it's your this is your it's show. your Captain Ron this sailboat. This is your show, man. <laughs> I have so much power. I, I have I have so much power. Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. 
my friend Shayna was like, just so you know, everyone in the Villainous League is coming to kill you. And I was like, oh boy. Imagine NPR in the MCU, the Daily Planet's style desk, car talk for jetpacks. It's these American supers. 100% invisible. The speech bubble. It's sequential. The utility belt. Superhuman Public Radio is a fiction podcast telling the hilarious and heartbreaking stories of people in a superpowered world. I thought I was going to die. An invisible car in Chicago? A wee supervillain? These are the stories that fall between the panels of comic books. I think they knew that I didn't mean to do that to Arizona. Wasabi! Oh my God, he could kill himself. Kid, I feel like you're not giving this problem your all. No, no, but yes, I guess most people would call them a death squad. Ta-da. Superhuman Public Radio. Super human stories. The only limits are your imagination, and I have a wild imagination. New episodes every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts. This is SPR. Name the supervillain, and we've done the gig. But these Wall Street types that lack the answers to, yikes.